now we have toddlers in my house, and it's oh my god, I can't take it, can't take it. These two. What? Oh my god. Wait. Oh what my the, god. What the fuck? Wait. Before I say the word fuck, <laughs> can they hear me? Oh yeah, I hit the record button, dude. No, I don't want toddlers to hear me say it. Oh, I mean, our listeners are, are ex- one thing. They're not technical toddlers. So but no, they children? can't hear you. No, they're dogs who are like having oh, children. Oh, my God. I thought you actually meant children. <laughs> no, I thought no, we were going to have to no, do our first PG-rated show no, ever. No, no, no. Well, then fuck we are, that, then. We are dog-sitting my sister-in-law's little oh. part Yorkie cookie once again. Aww. And it is like having toddlers in my house. These two. Oh, my God. We've got those Himalayan cheese chews. Or puppy mm-hmm. loves those. Or a.k.a. Albarcus. He loves And those. side note, we would love a sponsorship by that company. I would totally love a sponsorship by that company. Man, this guy totally loves love them to death. I totally love a sponsorship. Okay. So, Cookie finds one that Albarcus had laying around, and then the mm-hmm. two start fighting over it. So I go, and I get a new one, and I give it to them. Now they're fighting over the new one. And I'm thinking, okay, it's because the new one is new and longer, and the little mostly eaten one is tiny, I will take the mostly eaten one away and give them both new ones. No, now they're fighting over the new new one. And Albarcus stands like by me while Cookie's on the other side of the room chewing on the new new one, and he just barks at, at Cookie. He doesn't go and grab it. Friggin' Albarcus bit my fingers off when I tried to take something from him, but Cookie, no, he's on the other side of the room barking at him like, give me that back, give me that back, that's mine. Longest intro to a show (laughs) ever. But seriously, it's like having kids, toys everywhere, they're fighting each other. (laughs) No, no. They are. Like, why the fuck would you have a child in your house? When, yeah, right? When they try to... When I let them outside into the yard, Cookie has to go first every time. And as he goes out with Albarcus at the same time, he's like trying to body slam Albarcus, which is comical because Cookie is this tiny little thing and Albarcus is this big fat guy. <laughs> and Albarcus is like, leave me the fuck alone. Well, Cookie's like, yipe, yipe, yipe. And I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die from this high pitched bark that, oh my God. All this right. jumpy, bouncy spring of a dog that I just, I can't, oh my God, I can't take it. All right. I got an answer to this, but got to take care <laughs> of some business first. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you log on to The Watchlist Pod and catch up on all of your, what the hell, I'm doing I this thing. I just kicked the dog, <laughs> What the fuck? You can't be... I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't know he was under my feet. Jesus Christ. Keep going. Keep going. going. I can edit that How the fuck can I keep going? By the way, listen to to our podcast. Subscribe to it. Hit us up on social media. And please do not think that Patty is a dog abuser. Anyway, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, if you listen on Apple, please give us a five-star review. As my voice goes up, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny you it's funny you mention that because finally I have seen Ted Lasso. Oh, okay. Have you watched Ted Lasso? No, I've never bothered to watch it. You need to. 
Okay. And I don't know why I have resisted watching this show. It's fucking amazing. And the reason that I bring this up now, first of all, I have to thank Laura. There is an episode that she started me off with. She didn't start me off at the very beginning. She started me about six episodes in when they introduced a player by the name of Danny Rojas. Now, Danny Rojas has that personality very much like our brand new dog, JJ. JJ runs around. He is a bubble. He is a, just a little lightning rod of love and energy and will lick your face and, and just wants to be hugged and cuddled and everything. That was Albergus when we first got him. He's settled down. And there's this character on this episode named Danny Rojas who kept seeing, who kept, who keeps saying, football is live. And he's just so happy to be there. That uh-huh. Laura said, that is our new dog, JJ. And the pl- <laughs> and the player who he's pissing off being there, who thinks he's an elitist snob, is Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that is it. That is it. That is now Cookie and Albarcus. And see, that that's why I bring this up. And, and folks, I admit now, I have seen the light of Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. That's sort of a half review Okay. I, I still need. I have seen one and a half episodes of it, but I am. I'm in. You're on I'm, board. I'm. I'm okay. totally on board. Then that Any will be in my assignment for next week is to watch some Ted Lasso. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I sound like I don't want to. I don't mind it. No, I'm still for thinking some that reason. You... I've been avoiding it. You know what? Just the hype. Yeah. Exactly. And I, th- and I think that's it. I. I think I wanted to avoid Ted Lasso. Because everybody loves Ted Lasso and it wins all these Emmys. And, you know, and, yeah. but damn it, if they don't back that shit up, okay, good. it's amazing. Well, it's on Apple Plus. So Apple I can TV see Plus. Why? Because Apple TV Plus, they've got some damn good content. Yes, they do. They do. They, they, they are the highbrow, good quality. You yes. can't go wrong going there. And I, and, and I, and I think. They are truly when when we when I say a premium streaming channel, mm-hmm. high quality stuff. Yo, yeah, high quality. You're, and you're I love getting, Netflix, you're some but good stuff. But Netflix is is like a, a multiplex theater. You may walk in there, you may choose something to watch, and you may or may not forget about it after you've seen it. But right. but Apple TV Plus. You very specifically go not to an art house, but to maybe a one or two screen theater, and you you're more deliberate in doing that, and and it pays off. So, how many things do you have this week? I've got one thing, and then big news. <gasps> big news. Yeah. Wow. Oh snap! I've got two things. Okay. Oh, but speaking of Apple TV Plus, I was looking for something to watch, and but I and I found something, but it's not out yet. I sent you the trailer for it. It's called the greatest the beer best run gr- ever. Beer run ever? Yeah, I that do want to see that. That looks so fun, and the yeah. crazy shit is that it's based on like it's real true. shit. It's oh a true God. shit. Yeah, yeah. That one looks really good. I'm gonna put the trailer on our website. Cool. In the show notes for this, so people can see it, because damn, that looks awesome. Great. And yeah, it's got, log on to thewatchlistpod.com. That's where it's going to be. Yeah, it's got the uh, Bill Murray's in it and Zach Efron. You go first. 
Okay. Oh, boy. Where to begin? Now, everybody who wa- who listens to this show, and I appreciate each and every one of you, knows that I love Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. I love it with a passion. I always have. Ever since I was a wee lad, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed the Star Wars. That's not bad. Not so much Andor. You know, I tried to watch that, and I'm like... Where it, where in the timeline does this fall? Do I give a fuck where in the timeline this falls? I am bored out of my mind, and I turned it off a little over halfway through, and I'm surprised I made it that far. Yeah. All right. To answer your first question first, <laughs> they actually do very specifically state on the show in a graphic that it takes years five years before the movie Star Wars. Five five BBY, five years before the Battle of Yavin. Uh, okay. All right. Somehow I missed that because I was bored. I was bored out of my fucking mind watching this show. Wow. Laura and I are watching it because the trailers make it look great. The trailer people did their jobs. I don't know that I saw a trailer. No, the trailer is way better. Um, okay. Uh, and or for, for for people who kind of give a shit, <laughs> is a character from the movie Rogue One. And I knew Rogue that One much. Is like episode three and a half, um, where you find out how the plans for the Death Star got into the hands of the Rebellion. Well, um, Diego Luna plays a character named Cassian Andor, who is a morally ambiguous character, but is fighting on the side of good. Okay. Generally speaking. But in this series, he's looking for his sister. And God damn, Disney Plus dropped the first three episodes. I got through two of them. We got we got through two of them. And Laura turns to me and says, I don't care if we ever watch another episode of this. And then I was talking with her nephew, Dan. What, shout out to Dan. What's up, Dan? Uh, and he and I were both like, we were bored. I Yeah. It was a snooze fest, man, that one. And that one feels like the moneyest money grab that ever moneyed. Yeah. That the 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 moneyest money grab that ever tried to grab money. Yep. Yeah. And it proves proves so hard that just because you struck gold with Rogue One, which is truly the best non-original trilogy Star Wars movie there is. Mhm. You don't need to go back to it. No, no. And I and I think it also proves that just because you struck gold with The Mandalorian doesn't mean we want more Star Wars series. Yes. And the and Mandalorian works because primarily it doesn't deal with the Luke Skywalker storyline. Yeah, it's like a standalone yes, storyline that you don't need to know other Star Warsiness at all. Right, which is why the book of Boba Fett failed. Oh God! That because we had built up here. Boba Fett so much, and then you find out that he's got dreams and a back to tank. Who gives a fuck? Anyway, yeah. Andor, mm-hmm. more like and bore. Or and I was don't. trying to think of something. I don't know. <laughs> and I, yeah, I was trying to that think of something punny either. with the name. Yeah, yeah. And boredom. I don't know. But anyway, you're gonna and be bored or out of your fucking stay mind. Away. <laughs> and I and I realized, and here's the last thing I'll say about it, 
because I think this review is the most interesting thing about that show. Yeah. I think they dropped the first three episodes because they knew if they dropped one episode, people would be out. Yeah, yeah. You turned it off halfway through the first episode. Uh-huh. And I think when you drop the first three, at least people are saying, all right, I'll give it at least three. I could And then by it. then, you're kind of maybe hooked into the story. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I, I honestly care just don't care. And or that is on Disney+. Plus. Stay if away. you really want a good Star Wars series, watch The Mandalorian. Yeah. If you want a good, decent Star Wars movie that still features the character of Andor, watch Rogue One. And if you want to go to sleep, watch Andor. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, burn. Okay, what yeah. you got? So the only thing I have is a <laughs> Korean drama. Surprising. Surprising. That I watched on Vicky. It's from 2015, so it's a little bit older. It's called She Was Pretty. This is about Kim Hae-jin, who was the prettiest, most popular girl in middle school. She succeeded in everything she did. Everybody loved her. She was filled with confidence and like, I'm the best, even though she, but she wasn't like bitchy about it. She was like a normal, she was a really nice girl that just happened to be popular, successful, child of a rich family. Uh, a new kid moves in next door. He's this nerdy, chubby little boy named Ji Sung-joon. And Hae-jin mm-hmm. pre- befriends him, and they become BFFs. And also, each other's first love. Aww. Aww. Unfortunately, Sung-joon's family moves to the U.S., and he leaves. Uh, they write okay. to each o- letters to each other. They lose touch, though, because Hae-jin's father's business hits hard times, and they're not rich anymore, and they have to move. And then Hajin hits puberty, and suddenly, rather than having her mother's beauty, she now gets her dad's bright red cheeks, freckles, and her curly hair becomes a Brillo pad of frizz. Also, mm. she wears glasses because we all know glasses make you ugly. And rather than being this confident, outgoing thing, she gets all embarrassed by her failures and becomes this meek, shy, awkward adult. She's got this new best friend, Min Hari, whose dad is a rich hotel owner and Hari works at the hotel. She's beautiful, stylish. She's got this great personality. All the boys want her. And one day... Sung Joon reaches out to Hae Ri. He he hunted for her online and he finds her and they've been emailing and then he tells her he's going to be back in Korea and he'd love to meet up with her and she's so excited for it. But of course, at the meeting place, he doesn't recognize the new ugly uh, Hae Jin. He goes up to this beautiful lady thinking that's her and she remembers, oh my gosh, he knows me as this pretty girl and he the former he is now a former chubby little fat boy he is now this tall muscled thin gorgeous man so she's becomes intimidated and she runs away without him seeing her and she asks her stylish beautiful friend Min Hari to go pretend to be her so now he thinks that her BFF roommate is her but they both believe that he's only in Korea for the week until he says, no, I'm in 
here for a long I'm moving back. So Minhari tells him she's moving to London tomorrow on the first plane out. Okay. Yeah. Well, because this is a wacky kind of comedy, uh, uh, our girl, Hey Jin, finally lands a job because she's been unemployed for a while at this publishing company. She's very excited to finally have a job. And yes, because it's this wacky shit, instead of the management department where she was hired for, she gets tossed in as an intern at this features department of this magazine where, huh, who knew... Sung Jun is now the brand new deputy editor. Throwing the two okay. together. And Hei Jin, the clumsy, awkward, meek woman, is constantly fucking shit up. And he is now, because he doesn't know she's his childhood first love BFF, he is like belittling her and nasty as fuck. But yet, Wait, is the, this, he's is the man, this is a series. Yeah, that's why you acting like this is shit. I'm not acting like this I is mean, shit. You're, you're just... always belittling my, my Korean dramas, dude. I am not belittling your Korean dramas. Uh-huh, with your size and your, uh, and what is this? What's going on? Well, she is still in love with this guy, even though he's nasty and belittling her, and what the fuck? I mean, if I knew that my friend from childhood was an asshole like this guy, that he treats employees like this I'd be like fuck you but I'm out man I'm not you're just there now and I'm never gonna tell you who I am because there's this really nice reporter guy she meets on her first day and he's really very handsome and he's really nice to her and he helps her out even though he's like this jokester class clown constantly teasing her but it's in a light-hearted way and he is so nice to her but of course he's the second male lead in a korean drama so he won't get the girl and that they is never get the girl the second male lead never gets the girl and i'm like dude if this was real life that the first male lead would be kicked to the curb because he's a dick he doesn't start being nice to her until he realizes who she really is. And I'm like, oh, now you're nice to me because I'm your childhood BFF first love. But when you thought I was just a girl with the same name as your BFF first love, you're an asshole so, to me. So answer me this then. And not that I'm, I'm, not that I'm poo-pooing any okay. of the dramas that you've seen. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there seems to be a sameness to There's them. a formula to these, yes, where the first male lead is always gets the girl and the second male lead never does. But not all of them have the first male lead being such a dick. There are plenty of them where the first male lead is a really nice guy. The second male lead might be that, you know, I don't want to admit that I like you, but I really like you kind of a guy. So where you're like, I don't give a fuck if he gets her or not. But they're... It just and all of this is leading up to a question. So yes. then you said that they go into the same trope of, well, if you're a girl and you wear glasses, then you must oh, be yeah. dowdy or yes, ugly. Yes. And there, there's that stereotype, too. And we do it here in America as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, uh, like, what's the duff or who's the duff or isn't she yeah, a duff or, or, whatever, the duff or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, or duff or whatever the fuck it was. You're right. Or, there's or, plenty or, of those, yes. There's plenty of those. There's plenty of those, yes. There's so they, they follow the same kind of thing. And it was it was really funny because Dwight's like, 
I have seen this actress in other things where she is just this cute little thing with the perfectly straight as straight hair and she's gorgeous. So, you know, the makeup to make her freckled with red cheeks and then the wig because there's a scene where you can clearly see that that frizzy Brillo pad is a wig. And I'm like, dude, you got to do better because some of the, the other scenes, I just thought they frizzed out her hair like Hermione in that first movie, the first uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Potter. And I'm just, so he's like, what, do, does she really look like that? I'm like, oh, no, no, that's makeup. So then they're like, so when she becomes beautiful, she mm. gets her, her hair done at a salon to be straight. And they put makeup on her to hide her red cheeks. So I'm like, so this is her without the makeup on, but she's wearing makeup in air quotes to make her pretty again. And so I'm just he, like, Ugh. So yeah. here are my two questions mm-hmm. then. First of all, one about this particular series. Is it worth watching? Uh, there are better ones. There are much okay. better ones, which is what I we're always getting to. I'm tired of the that the, the trope of the first man leads an asshole, but then he's got this heart of gold that makes her want him. No, I don't want a guy who's ever going to treat anybody like an asshole, like like shit, and belittle them and a nasty to them. I, I mean, I a, guess an that's... honest mistake because it's her first week at this place and. Sure, she's going to fuck up shit, and she doesn't know stuff because everybody assumes that she was the, 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 the hired intern that they were supposed to have. But no, she came from a different department. Everybody just assumed who she was, but she did the work because she can't stand up for herself and say, no, I don't work in this department. I'm not who you think I am. But I guess that, that <laughs> leads into my second question, mm-hmm. which is, aren't these all the same? Not necessarily. I mean, we got a lot of shows where some some stuff feels same, like uh, How I Met Your Mother is very same to Friends, but we still watched it because we still liked How I Met Your Mother for its self, you know? Oh, there's a lot sameness with How I no, Met Your Mother I, and Friends. Yeah, I, and, I, and I, I get that. But, but by you saying there are better ones out there, I would wonder, especially since I do not watch a lot of Korean drama, as we know. Yeah, not like I do. <laughs> as we, w- oh my God. Anyway, See, I, you're we making need to fun become of my shit. One. No, I'm not making fun of your shit. I think you almost exclusively watch that. I do right now because, well, because they were, they're were news stories to me and it's not the same old shit that it's on American TV. And it's just different. And But the... And that, but there is some formula, just like romance novels, you know exactly what's going on. You know exactly the the pieces of a romance novel that it is. They meet, they hate each other, then they st- he starts to like her or she starts to like him. They get together, something tears them apart, and they're like, "Oh, I can't live without you." And then they get together, and again, happy ending. That is historical romance novels every single one i ever read you know what you're gonna get it's like it's like candy for your brain to give you something to do when you're trying to when you just need a break but here's my challenge to you and i and i and i and and i mean this completely seriously i'm not i'm not trying to be a dick but of all of the korean shows that you watch and in all of the sameness that you say that they use 
in formula, particularly in series. Now, you've said and that this seri- most this of those series romance, are ones and dumps. These are the romance dump novel type of series. There are ones that are like cop shows that are don't have this formula stuff. But I wanted just like a light comedy kind of romancy thing. And I knew what he was getting when I went into this. I just didn't know that guy was going to be a total dick. All right. Just, just for our listeners' sake... Mm-hmm. And me being devil's advocate, put on our website a list of five shows that you would that you remember that are awesome, whether they are cop dramas or sci-fi or I these have a romance whole post things. about where to start with Korean dramas. All right, but just I, to... I did that a while back, but I can do that in the show notes for this one. I'll give yeah. you the ones that are really cool that I really like. This is one that. I didn't like and I wanted to talk about why I didn't care for it so much because again the really good guy doesn't get the girl and I was I was on the verge of tears when he's like moving on with the rest of his life and I'm like jeez what a hello you're you're dumb going for Su Jun because he, or Sung Jun because he's an ass he clearly proved to you what he's an ass, but now, because he's in love, he's a nice guy. No, that's not how life works. If you're an asshole, you don't deserve to be treated like you're nice, because you're not. And you shouldn't treat your employees like, like the way he did. And I was mad. And yeah, clearly. She Was Pretty is not one that I, I would recommend, because of that reason. Women should never be taught to, to, to hand, you know, to, that you can change the asshole. And that's where, where I'm going at. You know, the okay. guy's an asshole. Don't tell your daughters that, oh, he's teasing you and picking on you and mean to you because he likes you. Because then they're going to think that's what love's about and that's how you find a boyfriend. Is you find the guy who's nasty to you. No. Fair point. No. The guy who's nasty to you, you tell him, quit being a dick because I don't like you. And I'm out. And don't start dating him. And the other trope in this is her best friend, who pretended to be her, starts to kind of fall for him because he's really nice to her all the time. And he's really sweet and charming. And I'm like, you are her BFF. You know how you already know how she feels about him. How dare you? I'll tell her later. I'll tell him later who I really am. But oh, right now I'm in love with him. So I can't stop that shit. She's your friend. And that made me mad, too. Again, <laughs> The one cute thing they did was Hey Jin has a little sister. They took the actress who played Hey Jin as a young, as her younger self, and have her playing her younger sister. So they look alike as younger sisters. I thought that was... Oh, that's cute. I thought that All was right. a, a good casting call, choice there. Right. I thought that was cute. But, but she but was But after pretty, all that, you're like... Eh. Yeah, she was pretty is the formulaic, but in that way that you just want the second guy to to win. And yeah, yeah, don't watch that one. That one wasn't particularly good. Well, the last thing I have is the the quantum leap. You actually watched that. I sure ah, did. I couldn't. I couldn't. Sure did. I love that fucker when that was back on in the eighties and early nineties. I don't need a remake of of that. I don't. Ah, see, it's actually not a remake. But it's still called it's Quantum a, Leap. 
Yes, it is because of the Quantum Leap Project. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to give anything away. So I'm going to have two reviews of this. Okay. As I want to do lately. So Quantum Leap uh, just rebooted itself. We'll call it a reboot. Well, it, see, that reboot remake feels the same. I would, So you're saying it's like a, a sequel, a continuation. It is. It is okay. an exact so sequel. And, 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 and yes, they are rebooting the brand by doing a sequel series. Like the Top Gun Maverick. So they're, so they're not, they're not, you know, rewriting what they've already done. Okay. And there is a doctor in it named Ben Song who mysteriously gets text messages one night because he's working on the Quantum Leap Project. And he is told, you must leap. Go ahead now. Do, do the leap. Mm-hmm. And for reasons unknown to us right now, he leaps. Okay. And his girlfriend, who is also working on the project, was supposed to be the one to do the leaping, while Ben was supposed to be the Al character from the original one, telling her what to do. But now okay. it's reversed because he got into the machine without anybody knowing. Why did... Uh... I was going to say, why did he do that? He, he got text messages saying, go ahead. And we still don't ah, know who those okay. text messages are from. The, so the series itself, the look of the series is very late 80s, early 90s. Hmm. And, and I want, and something in me wants to know why I can tell that it was shot on the back lot of NBC. <laughs> Because if you live anywhere near Philadelphia, you know fucking Broad Street leading up to City Hall does not look like the bullshit that they put on the screen. Am I right, Philly? Anyway. Yeah, there was a sitcom that took place in Chicago about a sports writer. And yeah, all of it was back at, at lot at, at, at whatever studio. Right. None of that looked Chicago. None of it. And yeah. Well, and if you I know watch what you're enough- talking about there. And if you watch enough shows, like Seinfeld was one of them, um, Friends was another one of them. How I Met Your Mother, look at another. <laughs> How I Met Your Mother. If you look at if you look at all of those shows and you look down the quote end quote streets that they're walking down, uh -huh. you may not be able to tell that they're the same, but they also have that glimmer of that's not really real. Yes. And I was wondering why they would do that in a brand new series with a whole bunch of NBC money and the name Quantum Leap. Maybe to make so, it feel like the old one? I guess so. I, I think that's what they were trying to go after. Okay. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt in the first part of my review to say they wanted it to look and feel like the old show. Okay. The other thing that I have to review is the overarching story which is very interesting because it is not a reboot. It is a sequel. Mm -hmm. So you find out, how should I put this without giving anything away, that the characters from the original movie may, or original series may or may not have something to do with what's going on now. Oh, okay. And there's a reason for shit going on. Mm. So originally I was like, boy, this is cheesy. And then I thought, maybe it's meant to be cheesy. Hmm. So I give Quantum Leap a little pass. Okay. I would give it a few more episodes. 
because there is an overarching story to it. In the original, Sam Beckett was just trying to leap home, and every time he would have to, every time he left, he would go into somebody else's body, have to fix a problem, and that was what generated the leap. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and in this one, the same rules apply. He has no memory of who he was, which is why he doesn't recognize his girlfriend. Oh, okay. And she's helping him navigate all of this as he bounces into into and out of different people, different, different situations, the whole bit. But there's something else going on, something overarching that I think a lot of shows are doing now so that the whole show is interconnected within... You know, the with its framework. Universe. Okay. Right. Did Sam forget who he was? I I don't think so. Because uh, when, when the other day I was trying to just put background noise while I was working, and hmm. Comet, the network Comet, is rerunning all the old Quantum Leaps, and I caught what happened to be the very last episode Quantum oh. oh, nice. And in that particular episode, he recognizes himself when he looks in the mirror that that's his real face, and he knows his, what, the day he was born, but I, I can't, I don't know if he knew who he was. He, he In that in episode, episode, I don't know in that last one if he remembers who he is and what he... Maybe he does. I think in the original series, he knew he leapt, but he needed to figure out with the help of Alan Ziggy why he was in that person's but, yeah, body. He knew, but, and I think he knew who he was. Right. He didn't forget his identity. Right. Unless but maybe in, in the one, first couple of episodes and then he gets his memory back. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to rewatch. Anyway... Moving but on. in this, but in this series, he loses his memory. So, anyway, but it's it's good. I mean, it feels like a retro TV show. Okay. Now, will that play with today's audiences? Who the fuck knows? Hmm. You know, I still look at the fact that La Brea is on TV, oh, and, and people are still into that bullshit. But whatever. I watched the first <laughs> season because there was nothing else on, and I just thought. I just I just don't want to get in here's my only caveat. Mm-hmm. I'll follow along with a few more episodes of Quantum Leap to see where the overarching story goes. Okay. But I I get fucking nervous because when you do shit like flash forward and you do shit like La Brea and you do shit where there's an overarching story and you know Lost and well, even though Lost ended, but you get my drift. Where there's this overarching story and this mystery that you have to follow from episode to episode to episode, most times those shows get canceled. Yep. Before you find out why, the the why of everything, and then you feel just betrayed that you spent so much time giving a shit. Mm-hmm. So, just keep in mind that Quantum Leap is meant to be fun, lighthearted stuff. If you're feeling nostalgic and you love the original Quantum Leap, absolutely give it a shot. Because it's a sequel. You kind of pick up the story. Okay. As a new series, I'm just wary because I don't want it to get canceled before you find out shit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway. Well, speaking of fast forward. 
We were guests on a another podcast called Uncancelled, where we talk about fast forward. We watch the first and the last episode. Flash forward. Flash forward. Not fast forward. Flash I was forward. what did I not say flash forward? You said fast forward. I thought I'm uh, what yes, I mean flash forward, and I thought that's what I said, but apparently not. No. But the uncancelled is the actual name of the podcast we guested on. And Which is awesome. Yeah, look for it wherever you get podcasts and look for our episode about flash forward. Because we you. talk all about it. We watched the first episode and the last, and of course I started watching all the ones in the middle because I really liked that show at the time and I'm mad that oh it was cancelled before we got to find out. Yeah. And I, I have the book, I still haven't read it. I don't know why. Anyway, that is not my big news. My yeah, big, what news. Is your big news. Big Wait, news. Big news. Okay. I have been. You were talking about canceling stuff and saving money, and I started thinking, you know, I should start trying to save some money too. And where can I mm. cut back? And I looked at, you know. Also, I'm I'm sitting here, I'm watching TV, but never watching any of this stuff on Dish Network, except for local channels. That's all I watch, is like Wait a minute. local news Wait and minute. some Wheel of Fortune. Patty, what did you do? Uh, what, so did what, you I do? Did, what I did? I started what, looking what did you up. Do? <laughs> I started look first I contacted Sam. Because I know she, you, some of those uh, cable channels, you have to log in with your cable login in order to watch it online. So I asked her, okay, if I get rid of channels on Dish Network, which ones should I not get rid of because you'll be mad at me? And she said, the only ones she really does is uh, Nickelodeon and there was another one, but she can get all of that content on the other streaming platforms so she doesn't care really there's nothing that she logs in on my with my dish network anymore so i'm like okay so i start looking at other packages and the lowest level package they have which is like half the price of what i've been paying has the local new channels and then some other ones that I don't really watch anyway. And I started thinking, meh. And my boss was talking about how she got into YouTube TV. And how it has everything she wants. Local networks. PBS. It's got some sportsing stuff. And it's got a few other random uh, cable type networks. Mm. And she can give that login to up to five other people to share and it doesn't matter whether they're in your house or not you just create a google family group and then y'all can share and it has dvr capabilities and it doesn't the dvr isn't like limited to amount of space it's like the whole cloud of space so, so what did you do, what did i called Dish what Network. Have you done? What did you do? <laughs> I called what Dish did Network you do? to cancel completely Dish Network and sign up for <sighs> UT TV. Oh. Now, of course, because I have been a Dish Network customer for well, for 16 years. Yeah, yeah. I have. They're like, we don't want to lose you. 
So what what have you been using to watch TV other than Dish Network? And I'm like, well, I do uh, Vicky to watch a bunch of Korean dramas. And <laughs> they H- should listen to this podcast. Yes, <laughs> and HBO Max. And the girl's like, wait, wait, pause a minute. Korean dramas? I've been wanting to get into those. <laughs> Where? Uh, what, what is the name of this app again? <laughs> Are you so shitting of course, me? No, I'm not. So, of course, we start to sidetrack talking about Korean dramas. Because <laughs> Dish Network has you... no way to watch Korean dramas. And she's like, I can't help you there. But, and, I, and then I mentioned, I'm like, okay, now we've gone off track. Let's reel it back in. And she's like, yes, yes, let's get back to business here. <laughs> Which I thought was the funniest thing. Oh, my God. I know. I know. You get me started. I'm not going to stop. Uh-huh. And because they start, she puts together this thing where for the next month, I will get that package, that bottom of the tier package for free. So now I will watch. I have that low, you know, scaled down package of Dish Network. And I'm testing out YouTube TV. Those two are the same price, by the way. YouTube TV okay. and Dish Network, the bottom level package. And I'm going to see which one is better. Now, quality-wise, YouTube versus Dish Network, the sound is clearer with Dish Network. But the picture looks perfect on both. D- YouTube TV will give me more of these extra channels and Dwight will get the sportsing stuff he wants because I don't have this network. That package doesn't have any sportsing stuff except for what you might find on your uh, local networks. So I'm uh, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to test it out and see how much of one or the other do I really look at for my local news. And test them out and let Dwight decide. I think Dwight likes the YouTube TV because he can he's he's part of the family group and he can watch shows on his phone when like he's on lunch from work or whatever. And his brother yeah. has a TV upstairs and his brother's part of the the group now. So he's got some of the extra, like the local stuff. So if I'm, because I own the TV down here, I am the one picking everything and watching everything downstairs. So he can watch stuff upstairs and on his TV. And then Sam gets the extra channels and Chicago networks because she's near Green Bay. I told her you're going to have Chicago weather and news, but. You know, you get some other stuff for free because I'm paying for it. And that's what we're going to try out and see because I don't. No, sure. I mean, BBC America, I don't watch any, like they don't have anything new on. It's all Star Trek. It's the Star Trek channel these days. And I'm like, I was only paying for that high-end package because that was the first package that had BBC America included. And there's no British stuff on BBC America. And AMC Plus has the, when they do original shows, AMC Plus has it. And I'm getting AMC Plus through my phone. My phone plan, not through my actual phone. Um, So I can watch that stuff. And then HBO Max has Doctor Who for now. Hopefully they don't end that. And that was all the new Who is on that one. 
So that's what I'm doing. Excellent. Well, you, you, you certainly get my gumption up. So I went online while you were talking uh-huh. to try to look up what it would cost to drop cable. Mm-hmm. And to do something like YouTube TV and figure out sports packages they and have all that. ESPN through YouTube TV. Right, but to watch certain games Oh yeah, the games are all over willy nilly, yes. And NFL rules are really fucked up. Oh. And so if you don't pay for a sports package, even in market, you may not be able to watch your shit. So that's why we upgraded our package to get what we have and all that stuff. But I went online just to try to find out what's going on. And they say, well, to find the deals, enter in your address. Well, an account already exists here. So you have a choice of three things to do. One, log into your account and upgrade your package. Two, no, I'm moving to this address as an existing customer. Or three, I'm a new customer at this address. Nothing like I just want to shop plans. So I click on the one about upgrading and nothing appears on my screen. And I'm wondering, did I fuck something up somehow? Because I wanted to see what they could do for me. Mm-hmm. And see if there are bundles out there because I've been a good Xfinity customer. But I don't want to lose anything that we have now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to. I want some bang for my buck. So I'm going to have to investigate that a little bit more. I highly recommend if you've been a long-term customer with any cable company or satellite company, do what I did and call them and tell them you want to cancel. And then explain to them what you're trying to do. Or make some shit up about what you're trying to do. And see what kind of deal they will put together to keep you as a customer. Just like this girl, her job is to keep customers who want to cancel. And find out what they can do to help you. Well, that's what companies should do. And that's what a lot of the cable companies do. Somebody told me, I think it was Burt Rest. Hey, Burt Rest, I don't think you're listening to us. Hey, Burt Rest. He had told me... That's what you do. Whenever they give you this this welcome price when you sign up because it's cheaper. They always do that to entice you in for the first year and well when the second year comes and they want to raise your rate, call up and say, "No, I think I'm going to leave because you're making it more expensive for me." And then a lot of times the salesperson is supposed to keep that customer and they'll do whatever they want to do to keep you. So try well, it. I mean, I will. The, the worst that could happen is they don't give you nothing, and you're like, you know, I'm gonna just keep what I got for now, and keep uh, looking. But, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go shop around now and see what else I can get. And see, that's what I was just about to say. I was gonna say I was gonna look up a backup plan first. Yes. Yeah. And then call and say, well, looky here, this is what I'm gonna get from here for this. Match that, and if you can't cancel my shit mm-hmm. and then I'm going to go over here. Yeah. So with Dish that's what I need Network to do. when you change anything, whether you're going down a tier, up a tier or canceling something like a, a stars or whatever, that change is fucking instant. Mm-hmm. I, when I, I when I went to go look at my TV and you know hang up the phone, all those extra channels I used to have are gone. Yep. And I was like, 
damn, they're fast. Oh, oh yeah. Pe- people <laughs> flick a switch and your shit and is live or it's damn, not. Damn, yeah. Damn, that's fast. Yup. Which is why I'm... Which is why I signed up for YouTube TV before I canceled or called to cancel Dish Network because I knew it was going to be super fast and I wanted to not lose the local channels for any period of time. And YouTube no. TV gives you a free week trial before they start charging you. Well, Any more. Which we Look, can... I just want sports. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just want sports. Yeah. I just want... I, I like what I like in most people, and I know I'm like most people, mm-hmm. and I'll leave it here. I'm like most people. It works. I know it works. I know how it works. I'm going to keep it status quo. That's why I was hesitant to even go there with the Dish Network, because I've had it for 16 years. I know how this remote works. I know how to get what I want to find and where mm-hmm. to go for it and how my uh, DVR works. It's working yep. good it's fine yeah that's where i am with yeah, comcast yeah i didn't i but i'm thinking i need to i mean i need to save money in some way inflation's going up food costs a hell of a lot more and well, i'm again, like again i saved 120 bucks a year with one cancellation yeah i i would say oh yeah. god i i would save an i think i'm gonna save an ass load well, and while you're doing that math, I'm just going to say, log on to thewatchlistpod.com, click on that Contact Us button. Have you recently done this? Have you recently gone and upended your whole world and just to save some money, especially in this economy? Or uh, answer is this, have you watched Quantum Leap? Uh, what do you think of it? Did you used to watch the old Quantum Leap? And or have you logged on to thewatchlistpod.com, checked out Patty's, hey, so you too want to watch Korean dramas page and taken her advice? Let us know. Log on, click on the contact us button or engage with us on social media at symbol pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol the watchlist pod. And let us know. If I just outright canceled Dish Network and didn't replace it, Roughly speaking, because I don't know the exact dollar amount, but I would save close to $1,800 a year. Shit, are you kidding? Nope. Wow, that's a fuck a lot of money. Yeah, and just canceling Dish Network and switching to YouTube TV would give, I would now be paying roughly 660 ish a year. Because it's like half the price. Okay, so your actual savings is about what, six hundred? Yeah, I'd say like six hundred bucks. I'll save a year, which is not chump change by any means. No, that's certainly not. Yeah, certainly not. (laughs) Yeah, and six hundred bucks. So you're saving roughly, roughly fifty five dollars a month, or fifty dollars a month. Yeah, it'd be roughly fifty bucks a month ish. Yeah. And 50 bucks a month, that's a full tank of gas in some cars, or at least half a tank of gas in some cars. It would be a full tank of gas on my car and some extra change. Yeah, that's significant mm-hmm. in oh, this yeah. economy. Yeah, that's like so... another 10 items on my grocery list. Maybe No, yeah, maybe not. Seriously? Maybe, yeah, may- depending on what those items are, yeah. And that's why I'm getting frigging dangerously close to canceling like Paramount Plus and um, 
you know, once we're done with the Paramount Plus Showtime thing. You know, because it, it... Yeah, I need to add up all these subscriptions next and see which one, like, see total. Like, from YouTube yeah. TV through all these other things, how much am I actually spending? And I'm still not yeah. sure if Disney's gone to the monthly charges yet. Because between my phone plan and then that when we first signed up for that year, I have not mm. been charged monthly for anything on Dis Disney Plus. Well, that's another thing that I need to do is call Disney Plus and say, hey, I'm due up in November. What kind of deal you got for me for all three? That might be. And then be, cancel yeah. the Hulu account and then re-sign up through the bundle. Yeah, I need to check. To see that if that saves see. me any money. But anyhow. Yeah, I need, I need to check my Disney Plus account to know if when they're going to start charging me or if I'm still this Verizon giving me for free, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So there's the big news. Patty is That's big messing news. with Patty her Dish saving Network. 600 bucks a year. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Good for you. That's like another vacation. Six hundred bucks. Well, okay, it's like spending where, money where on vacation. Where the fuck are you going, Indianapolis? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's like uh, uh, spending money on vacation. <laughs> but but six. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's the plane tickets, maybe. Not, shit. I don't know. Uh, it's money to use towards vacation. Let's put that. <laughs> it's money to use toward something else. Is is the whole thing? Yeah, it's money to save towards maybe a down payment on a house. Yeah, after and th you and know many years. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Remember, subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast, and if you listen on Apple, please give us a five star review. We would love to appease the algorithm gods. We are recording this on Sunday. It is now pregame. I can't wait to watch my Eagles take on the Washington Commanders and kick their ass. Go Birds. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. You know what? You can yawn all you want, but it's sports ball day. Fuck it. That's right, and I'm in all the way, baby. I'm going to go watch more cringe. Surprise. Shocker. Shocker. Bill wants sportsing. Right. Yes. Know it. I swear to God, we need to go to South Korea and be the biggest podcast there is. Uh, we need at least a couple of Korean listeners. Yeah, what the hell? You do. All right. I'll work on that. All right, everybody. You take care. Thank you very much for listening wherever you are, and we will catch you next time. Okay, okay bye. bye.